What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Twinsler Pod. I'm Katie Winsler. And I'm Courtney Legall, previously Winsler. We are the Winsler Twins, which is why people call us the Twinslers. This week, we are talking about Swiss visitors, the big Jake Paul fight. Which cartoon character was at the insurrection? Mine and Grant's hot date night. And then we're rounding it out with our San Diego spot of the week and so much more. Let's get into it. Courtney, how was your week? Well, the week started amazing because on Thursday of last week, we drove up to Los Angeles to meet our parents who came in from Switzerland. Shout out to mom and dad for making the trip. And we got to stay at Kelsey, our older sister's house, and her husband, Angelo. Mm-hmm. And that is I was there, too. So amazing to all be under the same roof. Yeah. It's been since their wedding. So, yeah. August? August. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to bring all the dogs, and it was literally the entire Winsler immediate family right there. It really was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. All of us made it. That's exciting. So that was really amazing. Uh, what was your favorite part of the LA visit? Um, that's a good question. I always like when we do we do the games, which we've talked about before. We talked about that last week, and if you're wondering, or last podcast, if you're wondering who took the prize, uh-huh. me and Dad. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Mom and I were using it for the fun. Guys, it wasn't even close. We had five games planned, and Dad and I got first place in the first three, so nobody could win, even if they won the last two. Hmm. So, we didn't even play the last two games. You guys got first in beer pong? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we really, we were vibing. We did random selections this year, and the first draw was Courtney and... Her partner was dad, and I was like, oh, it, it's over. Well, <laughs> good night. Yeah. I kind of knew from the beginning mom and I would be a fun card, you know? Yeah. Just a wild have card. a good time. And then Kyle was with Kelsey, uh-huh. which is a really good pairing. She did have to cook, so she was a little preoccupied. Yeah. And then Grant and Angelo. Also a great team. Also a great team. Yeah. With strong teams. Everybody was a strong team. Yeah. Just not as strong as us. But yeah, I think that's probably my highlight. I just like when we do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was good. And then we also, Kelsey's dinner also was a huge highlight. Yeah. Kelsey made a beautiful feast for oh us. Oh my gosh, it was huge. It was gorgeous. The table was gorgeous. gorgeous. Like fall, fall um, squashes. Yeah, some fish. There was, it was just, just beautiful. Sweet potatoes. Yes. Yeah. big salad. Yeah. It was really good. There was a lot of really good stuff. She did a really nice job and it was gorgeous. Yeah. She's really into tablescaping right now. Yeah. And I it, love she really shined through. Yeah. Uh, we also went axe throwing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get into things like for a while we were always going to an escape room when we got together. Yeah. And now we're going axe throwing. Uh-huh. I'm not good at axe throwing. I found out the technique on my last, like, five throws. Did you do the underhand? Because that one scares No, I did the overhand, but I was, like, I was gripping it too high. Yeah. And Kyle was like, you have to hold it lower. I was like, no, whatever. <laughs> I kept playing it where I was. Yeah. And then at the end, I was like, okay, well, I'll try it lower. And just, like, every time, it was sticking. <laughs> I was like, oh. The lady who, like... So when you go do axe throwing, they have somebody who like is at your lane with you so they can supervise and coach you and tell you what you're doing wrong. And she kept like, every time I throw it, she'd come up and she'd be like, scoot back, scoot back more. To the point where I was literally at the like table with snacks. <laughs> I wasn't even in the axe thing anymore. You're just so strong. No, I think it just, because I threw it so weak, it would like, it needed an extra spin. Grant yeah. kept being like, throw it harder. Mm-hmm. And it would... 
I don't know, but by the end, I was I literally, I was like, okay, everybody stay on away from me with your snacks and drinks because I'm literally throwing this axe. It was terrifying, but I wasn't good at it. Yeah, nobody got hit. No. No. It was a good time. Yeah. And I think Grant didn't miss or Grant didn't lose until the very last round or something. <laughs> the only time Grant lost was when he was my partner. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we alternated partners for that as well. We, we pulled out numbers. I, I picked mom every single time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, every time. Yeah. So Axstone was good, and then we celebrated Christmas all together. So we did a gift exchange, white elephant, the whole shebang, and it was just a really magical time. And then Mom and Dad came home with me and Kyle, and we had a barbecue and hung out, played a lot of card games. Yeah. And then you took us to a nice dinner. And yeah. Good time. We went to, we went to a speakeasy. Yeah. Um, there's a speakeasy in San Diego. Well, there's a lot of speakeasies in San Diego, but there's one that's like a Christmas pop-up right now. Um, what's the restaurant The called? Grass Skirt. The Grass Skirt. So it's in Pacific Beach, and it looks like a pokey shop on, on the outside. And it's really unassuming. You can yeah. see the kitchen. You can see the counter and everything. Yeah, you can see everybody cooking, yeah. And then they, like, take you through a fridge, and then you go into, like, this giant tiki room. And they had really cute drinks. That was the whole, like excitement of it they yeah. got these cute like santa glasses and stuff we'll post a picture of it on our instagram and whenever somebody in the restaurant orders the it's like the punch bowl or a flaming shot or mm-hmm. something it's kind of like the rainforest cafe if you've ever been where everything starts getting animated oh, and yeah There's but like this one like the lights go up and down and it sounds like a volcano is going so yeah. if you ever want a cool experience with people from out of town that's different yeah Check out the grass skirt. I think I want to get a group and go do the punch bowl one day. Because it's just four to six people. Yeah. Which I guess we could have that night, but that was like a kind of aggressive. Yeah. People wanted their own different fun drinks. Mm -hmm. But I think I want to take that on. Cool. Very cool. Well, uh, should we get into some topics? Yeah, let's do it. This is our last week of fantasy before we go into playoffs for the league that we have with our girlfriends, right? Yes. And... It's a big one because it's you against me. It is. But I don't think there's a whole lot on the line at this point. <laughs> I think we're just playing for who gets a spot in the consolation bracket play. Yeah, who you correct. like if you have who you play first. Yeah. So I'm kind of in it cause just because I want to beat you, but I also don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that's kind of the worst competition to play is somebody who doesn't care. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, you're projected to beat me, but I think it'll still be a good matchup. If I beat you, I will go into the championship playoffs. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, then I gotta stop that from happening. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel a little more fire. There's some stakes. You can kick me out of the championship playoffs. Wow. Well, you won't, but you can. Yeah. If you want to. Um, Speaking of playoffs, I was pretty excited because. Our friend Billy is the commissioner of our other league, mm-hmm. and he's really, really, he has Cooper Cup on his team, who's like an incredible wide receiver for the Rams. I believe he's a wide receiver, but he's just all the points. Cooper Cup is like one of the best fantasy players you could have right now. Yeah. So like Billy is pretty excited because he got a bye week the first week of our playoffs, and I had to bring him down a little bit. Uh-huh. So I paid... On Cameo for the Rams safety to talk trash to him. And I told it's Taylor Rapp. And I told Taylor Rapp, hey, um, I need you to tell Billy his team's trash. The only good player he has is Cooper Cup. Yeah, this is what I got. Hey, what's up, Billy? This is Taylor Rapp here from the LA Rams. I know it's fantasy football season, fantasy football playoffs. Um, I know you're uh, 
your team. You know, the only the only good player you have on your team is Cooper Cup. Um, but even though you know uh, you got Cooper Cup, your team doesn't stand a chance against Courtney and the rest of uh, the the players in the fantasy football league. But um, hope you uh, have a great uh, holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all your friends, family, all your loved ones. Um, you need to pick up some other Rams players for uh, for your team to have a chance. But um, really appreciate the support. Go Rams. I have two thoughts on it. Okay. One, in his bio, does he say anything about I will talk crap to people or I will do X There's line. the option to choose roast. Okay. Yeah. So there is a choose because I was going to say maybe he just isn't someone who wants to talk crap the op- to people. There is an option to get roasted. Okay. And the second, it kind of sounds like he thinks you guys are children. Like, maybe he thinks you're high schoolers, and he's like, hey, Billy, your friend Courtney. Yeah, I think he's just too intimidated to, like, talk smack about yeah. somebody. Well, it's just, why would you put that in your bio if you're willing to do I it? I think everybody has that option. You have the options, like, is this a birthday message? Is this mm-hmm. a roast? Is this celebration kind of a thing? I don't know. Yeah, so, Kyle, I said I bought it, but Kyle and I bought it. Yeah. And, um... We thought it was going to be really funny. Obviously, it was very polite and calm. Yeah. It's like, okay. So Billy ended up getting the, the last laugh on us because he said that was the most polite trash talk ever. No wonder our defense sucks. <laughs> Taylor Rapp tackles someone over the middle. Hope you have a great Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so he got the last laugh on that one. I didn't do too much trash talk this year. I was pretty excited about that one, and it turned out very mild. Yeah. Yeah. But I am in, I'm in the championship bracket in that one. And I'm playing our friend Reed Thaw. Wow. So what's on the line? What's the buy-in for that one? I think we did twenty-five dollars. Okay. And it's not winner takes all. Oh yeah, you split it. Yeah. So there's some money on the line. I was gonna say, does like third place get their money back? Second place. Yeah, I think something like that. So hopefully, if I hopefully I just make enough to pay for that cameo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) But yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm kind of sad it's coming to an end. Also, it's a little bit of a relief. Well, speaking of football, you have on here Hard Knocks in season Colts. Yes. So, did you watch Hard Knocks? I've seen the first two or three episodes, I think, of this in season. So, yeah, when the quarterback had his baby girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the beginning of the Hard Knocks, like this season, like before. Was the Rams this year? No, it was the Cowboys. It was okay, it was Rams last year. Which Cowboys is where this I found, year. Fell in oh, love yeah. with Zeke. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So I thought that was really great. And then. So if you're not familiar <laughs> with Hard Knocks, it's an HBO show and they do it typically preseason. They cover one of the NFL teams, like their star players. They just follow them around in preseason and really give you a good look at the team. Yeah. So. They did. They typically only do it like prior to the season. I think this was the first yeah, time they did in season. Yeah. So preseason they did the Cowboys and it was really good. I really liked following that team. And then mid season they decided to highlight the Colts, which confuses me um, all the time because I feel like I don't know why, but I get Cowboys and Colts mixed up so much. Yeah, I think it's just because it's like a it's like a horse theme to me, and I think they're both blue, it's right? Cause, maybe because they're both blue. Yeah, and so like honestly, the first I've watched the first two episodes, and I was like, "Where's Zeke?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was like, "Oh wait, this is a completely different team." Yeah. So there's that. Um, but. One of the players on the Colts team, Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. he is someone to I think to look out for. I think he's like MVP contention. I know that is he the running back. I think so. I don't even know his position, but 
he has just been absolutely crushing it this season and I know it typically goes to like a quarterback but I think we could see this guy get MVP yeah he's a running back yeah he's amazing and he's so humble it's really cool to get that view of him too like you'll see everybody cheering him on and he wins all these awards and all this stuff and the whole entire time he's just like a really cool dude it's pretty impossible to not like a team that goes on these shows yeah I know, you see their character, you see their heart, you see their home life, and you're yeah. just kind of like, oh, okay, these are real people, and yeah, I get it. I, I cannot wait for the day they follow the Niners. Yeah. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I want to see, like... Didn't they do it before? I don't think so. I thought they did. I've never seen them happen. It wasn't like, I could it wasn't it. like the first season or anything. Uh, George Kittle is who I really want to watch. Yeah. Let's see here. I just... Seasons. Ravens, Cowboys, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bengals, Jets, Dolphins, Bengals, Falcons, Texans, Rams, Buccaneers, Browns, Raiders, Chargers, Rams, Cowboys, Colts. Wow. So, no. Got a lot of repeats in there. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. But I want to see the 49ers on there. Yeah. Well, right to, right to HBO. I'm putting it on the atmosphere. Hey, anybody from HBO that's listening to this right yeah. now? Yeah, the HBO execs HBO that execs, listen. execs, please. Get, get in on the Niners, please. Down. And then you can do a mid-season Seahawks. Yeah, thank I you so much for thank listening. You so much, appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, that's my take on Hard Knocks. You know, yeah. Um, last one in, that I wanted to talk about that was sports related was last night. I was at a birthday and somebody put on the Jake Paul fight. And oh. if you remember from like three they or paid four, for it. if you want to remember from like three or four episodes ago, we were talking yeah. about Tommy Fury, Jake Paul. Right. So Tommy Fury backed out because he had an injury in training, like a rib injury. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty serious one. So. Uh, the guy that stepped in, I'm gonna shout the Tyson Woodley. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's Tyron. 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 Tyron Woodley. Woodley. But something. Yes, Woodley. We'll just call him Woodley. Ty. Call <laughs> Ty. Ty Woodley. Yeah. He um he has he stepped in. Yep. Yeah, and they in fought a short him. amount. Yeah. In a short amount of time, it yeah. was a grudge match because Jake Paul had beat him before, and so Woodley was typically he did his UFC fight. UFC. Like and a champion UFC fighter. Yeah, like he has some accolades. Yeah. And he was just getting into the boxing like post-career. And yeah. Jake Paul was his first fight, and Jake Paul beat him. Yeah. So this was a grudge match. We didn't know how it was going to go. And also, Jake Paul's way bigger than him. Yeah, Jake he, Paul is pretty fit right if now. If you look at them, like he's got like a foot on him. He's like looking down at him in the picture. Yeah. And so they did a pre-fight interview. They did a sit-down interview. Not the t- typical one with like the host in the middle and then on their face side talking crap yeah it was like a face-to-face one with another company uh-huh. i only saw a clip on twitter and because i clicked on it because i was like why did jake paul give woodley a rolex uh-huh. and it was <laughs> this moment where he gives woodley a rolex and woodley's like oh respect man and you're like opening the present he's like this is so sick and i'll accept and he was like yeah respect man and then the host was like why did you get him a rolex uh-huh. and he's like because it's time for me to knock him out. <laughs> wow, that's a flex. And then fast forward to the fight last night, and he actually like the sixth round, he knocked him out are you, cold. Are you okay over there? Mm-hmm. I have a hair in my mouth. Got it. <laughs> it's Molly's hair. But uh, yeah, so last that's how it ended. Jake Paul knocked this guy out cold. And I don't really and watch it's fights. Sixth round. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch fights. You know, I was interested in this one because okay. he's a YouTuber. You know who fought before was Frank Gore. He's like the one of the best running backs of all time, Niners players. Yeah, I know. It's just it's sad. Yeah. That, well, kind all I could pathetic. think the whole time was like that guy's brain. Yeah. Has just been so rattled, beat down. Yeah, and there've been interviews with Jake Paul, who's been now like, "Hey, I have memory loss, yeah. and 
things are wrong with me now yeah. that I started a boxing career. And I just keep thinking, okay, well, you won, what, $2 million purse? That's not enough money to get a new brain. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I think you just go to the brain you store. You can't go to the brain store. Yeah. So, but I just thought it was funny. Like, somebody that can trash talk and then back it up always cracks me up. I don't want to. I hate it. It cracks me up. I just want to see him fail. I know, but. That sounds bad, but I do. It's time for me to knock him out, and he did. And it's just. Um, and then we are going to see a Tommy Fury fight with him still, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He came in to the arena in like a U- in UK garb and was just like poking fun at Tommy the whole time. Oh yeah. And then in his pre-fight interview, the the one that's like the official one, mm-hmm. not the one I was referencing earlier, but the one that I said it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the weigh-in one. Really? Yeah. The Jake Paul was wearing like a robber's mask, and he said, "I'm wearing this because it's a robbery. Basically, mm-hmm. for me to go against this guy again is just me stealing the money." Yeah. So he's pretty confident. So. We'll see what happens. Still not a fan. Yeah. Well, you don't have to be. So next thing I want to talk about is a very interesting one. Uh Uh-huh. A cast member from Bob's Burgers. Love Bob's Burgers. We love Bob's Burgers. Big fans. Big fans. Cast member from Bob's Burgers is no longer allowed to be on the show. I saw this. Because he was part of the insurrection. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, if there was any person on that show that was going to get arrested... For an unpatriotic act of storming the Capitol and causing violence, mm-hmm. who do you think it'd be? It'd be Jimmy Pesto Sr. It was Jimmy Pesto Sr. Yeah. I, I can believe it because... So, for those who don't watch Bob's Burgers, oh, yeah. um, animated show, dry humor, super funny. Jimmy Pesto is essentially the the like bad guy in it. He lives across the street from Bob. No, he has a restaurant across the street from Bob, and he's always out, trying to like outdo him and talking crap to him and stuff. Yeah, so. Bob has a burger place, mm-hmm. and Jimmy and Pesto, Jimmy Pesto has, has an Italian, Italian place. Yeah, yeah, and he's the he's basically the bad guy. He's kind of the jerk, and so just when I saw that, I was like, well, I'm glad it was him. And if it, if it was Linda. Oh, God. I would be devastated. Yeah. Is Linda voiced by a man? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say. She's voiced by... I think he voices a couple people on the show, right? I think so. And yeah. he's a, he's on TikTok a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. He's tr- He's been buying old gadgets from thrift stores, uh-huh. like Easy Bake Oven type things. You make your own gummies. And yeah. he's been doing videos of him doing that stuff. But With her voice? He Yeah, he, he uses her voice for everything. That's so funny. Yeah. I need Maybe I need to get TikTok just for that. Yeah. He made some gummy worms and... One of them was barbecue flavored, and they were just, like, really gross. But, you know, things aren't going his way. And so he's like, oh, I, I can't do it. But he got the, he's got the Linda Belcher voice. So I thought, man, hate to see it. But if any character had to go, that's okay. I'm, well, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they have the sun stand in. I don't know, like, how you fix that. Or they just can find somebody with a, They probably aren't too hard to get his voice. Like, yeah. It's I not like that a point, recognizable like, voice. It's hard to make a big change in an animated show. Yeah. But they could even have the pestos move away and then have a new restaurant come in and then they have a new rival. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I wanted to talk about Sex and the City reboot. Mm-hmm. Now, you never really watched Sex and the City, did I you? I didn't. I had no interest. I was always so deep into Friends. Yeah, I mean, you, could, you can watch more than one show. Yeah, it just... It, I didn't. I never wanted it. Yeah. I never saw it until I think I graduated college and I turned on like E Network one time and they had um, like reruns of it in marathons and I was like okay and you flip it on it feels like it's a twenty minute episode and 
you just get caught up in it. So And you like it. I like it. I wasn't following it like from the beginning, but it's definitely a show that I can turn on and watch and enjoy enough. Um, so I wanted to see the reboot when it came out. We watched Kelsey and I watched it uh, last week when we were all together. And I hated it. Yeah. I know everybody was so excited about it. One, I, well, I've heard everybody hated it. Yeah. I heard people were excited, but everyone hates it. Yeah, so it felt very forced. Like, all of the acting and stuff, just, it was, like, way too obvious, and it just felt uncomfortable watching it. And I don't know if I sound bad for this, but it just felt so woke. Like, in a way that it was just way too forced and unnatural and just... I, I couldn't get behind it. It was painful to watch. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's not what I want to talk about. I didn't I didn't like it. But uh, you know this. The, the whole big and the Peloton thing is what I want to talk about. Yeah. So I, I can obviously say this now because it's been two weeks and I think everybody has seen it. Um, but they killed off one of the main characters, Carrie's husband, big, right off the bat. Uh, he dies on... So he is, like, exercising on a peloton, and he has a heart attack, and he dies. When she discovers him, she doesn't call 911. She's just sitting there holding him, and he's, like, literally dying in her arms, grabbing her chest. I'm like, one, you call 911 immediately. Yeah. You idiot. Yeah. And the way that he's, like, sitting there, is she, too, like, at fault at that point? Probably. Yeah. And I feel like, like, Big was sitting there, and he's having a heart attack and stuff. His phone wasn't that far away from him. I've, I don't know. I've never experienced a heart attack, but I feel like... He was conscious enough to grab it. Mm-hmm. Not what I want to talk about, though. <laughs> Peloton stock we saw drop that day. Yeah, and it was it was silly that people would like say, "Oh, Peloton murders people." But then Ryan Reynolds super fast pivoted and had them create an ad where you had Big and the instructor that he really liked. Why he liked to go on the Peloton so much. They were sitting on a couch, like, drinking wine. To new beginnings. To new beginnings. You look great. Oh, I feel great. Should we take another ride? Life's too short not to. (laughs) Just like that. The world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lungs, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular diseases. Cycling strengthens your heart muscles, lowers resting pulse, and reduces blood fat levels. He's alive. Yeah, so it was so funny and such a good comeback. I think Peloton was really, really angry with Sex and the City for what they did and how they portrayed Peloton and, like, killed the person at the gate with it. Yeah, they said, especially something that's promoting health. Yeah. To turn it and make it seem like it's... Yeah. negative and they so due to confidentiality they weren't allowed to know how the peloton was going to be used they knew it was going to be like in the episode but they didn't know oh, really? oh we're going to kill big on it oh wow <laughs> yeah so i think they were kind of pissed about that but now what we're seeing have you seen what's happened since yes i have um big has been he's been accused of sexual assault or not assault um like harassment harassment type yeah, unwanted sexual advancements, essentially yeah. by three women at this by point. Three women. I think more people have been coming. People are coming forward, forward and stuff. 
So what a whirlwind because you've got Peloton being the good guys because they bring them on, yeah. but then it looks bad. They took they it. They took the ad down. Like they they're you not playing to. it anymore. You have yeah. to they're <laughs> supporting him. What a hole that they got in with this whole thing. Huge hole. You think that oh we this is our shining light. We have the last word, yeah. and then it's oh no, you guys hired a sexual predator for your advertisement. Yeah, that just felt bad for Peloton. Yeah, Peloton had it had an amazing heyday like twenty twenty. Everybody wanted one. Everybody that wanted one and could get one got one because Mm -hmm. the quarantine and you're staying home and it's a way to still virtually connect with people. But now that people are getting like a little more outside and finding other ways to adapt to the way the world is now, you can see Peloton's not as popular. You don't hear people talking about it like they were. Yeah. Grant and I still want one. Yeah. We've been thinking about getting one. Yeah. It seems cool. Yeah. I would try it for sure, but... I'm just saying it's not as much of a hype as it was, like a badge of honor. You saw everybody on Instagram being like, I'm doing this Peloton class at 10. If you want to join, here's my handle. And yeah, I just don't see any Peloton talk anymore. I agree. So big week for Peloton. Not a good one. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So what I have on here is Christmas quiz. And we're just going to learn more about you because we got a lot of positive feedback for your, your sorting. Here's one that I thought would be good for you and Grant for this weekend before you go to Texas. We're going to Texas on Tuesday. Answer five holiday questions and we'll give you a Christmas drink to try. Okay. Okay. In Texas? No, you, you can try it in Texas, but like if you guys are having oh, a Christmas night before and you two just want to try a new Christmas uh-huh. cocktail, uh-huh. this should give us an idea. Okay. Okay, pick your favorite winter scenery. I'm going to describe them because this is a podcast. Okay. There's snowy Christmas tree or snowy trees and their branches are overlapping over a road. Uh-huh. So there's that one. There's what looks like the Alps, really high mountain peaks, and then just snow everywhere, and you can see a trail of people kind of trudging through the snow. There's an iced-over lake with a Christmas tree in front of it that has lights on it. There are a bunch of colorful buildings, and they have snow on all the roofs. There's a single branch with three little snowy birds on it, and then there's a big white Christmas tree in front of a pond. Let me see the actual pictures here. Uh, I probably would go with the tree on the pond. This one? Yes. Okay. The birds are the cute, last though. one. What is the best part of the holiday season? All of the candies and cookies, the presents, spending time with family, just the general atmosphere, New Year's Eve, or the snow? Family. Yeah. Had an exclamation on it. Yeah. Where are you spending New Year's Eve? At home with my significant other. At work. I'll be clubbing all night with my best friends. With friends somewhere fun, at a restaurant, all alone at home or somewhere I like. See, I actually don't know what I'm gonna do. What are you doing for New Year's? Well, you just choose one. Like, okay. what, what do you well, think you're gonna do? Well, there, I could either see us out with friends or at home hanging out. So, I which one sounds know. better? They both sound really great. Which do you wanna do? I. Could, you have to choose. <laughs> okay, out and about with friends. Okay. But I really would like to be with How was your year? It started terrible, but ended in the best way. Best year ever. It was okay. Nothing special. Meh. I could have done more, or it was horrible. Best year ever. a lot of negative options. Yeah, best year ever. Okay. By the way, it says, how was your 2017? So I think this is a little... (laughs) A little dated. Yeah, I don't don't think 2017 was awesome. We got the Jack Frost Winter Cocktail. Okay. It is this blue number 
And it looks like it has coconut on there. It's a winter cocktail. It tastes like a festive version of a pina colada. I you love, love pina, pina coladas. coladas. Blue curacao and shredded coconut help give you this tasty drink. It's blue wintery fair. Oh, that's fun. Okay. I, yeah, I'll send it to you yeah. if you guys want to try it. You do love a pina colada. Yeah, so I think tonight what we're going to do, because we are going to be in Texas for Christmas. Um, we leave on the 21st, and we'll be there through, I think, the 27th. Um, so I think we were going to kind of celebrate tonight, actually. We were going to make some enchiladas and maybe watch a Christmas movie, but there's football on um, and open gifts. And have a Jack Frost winter cocktail. Jack Frost winter cocktail now. Congratulations. Winter pina colada. Yeah. Sounds great. That's what you got. Okay. I want to know what your best Christmas was that you can remember. Like, as a kid, they're different. Yeah, like, for, as a kid, not okay. recent, but yeah. as a kid. Because now it's just about, like, family and love and yeah. being surrounded and all that. But yes. back then, it was like, this is crazy. Yeah. We're getting presents. Yeah. Um, there was the the year in New Mexico when we got all the inflatable furniture. And a PlayStation. And a PlayStation. Yeah. So then we spent the whole next month, like, in our inflatable furniture with our Furbies playing Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was the one that I remember the best. When I have two, I think. Mm -hmm. The first one is when I got a drum set. Oh, God. (laughs) I got a drum set. You got a violin, and Kelsey got a keyboard, and mom and dad got tortured. Got tortured. They would, we didn't have sound or canceling headphones at that point. Yeah. They, the, to be fair, the garage was close to our bedrooms. Yeah. Their bedroom was the other side of the house. So if they really needed some quiet, but like those are three of the worst instruments to go to. Violin, <sighs> yeah. Even when I figured it out, still not a great instrument to listen to. Did you ask for a violin, or were they I just think like, I wanted a violin. Oh, okay. I think because our our babysitter Renee uh, and Desi, yeah, both played violin. Oh, gotcha. That so makes a lot more yeah, sense. I really want to do that. I was like, what a combo. And don't worry, when I got older, I played trumpet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I remember. remember, Dad. Yeah, so that was a fun one. I really liked that year. Mm-hmm. I think my other one that I really liked is we got a black lab named Stetson and we got a, a basketball hoop. Oh, yeah. And so we would just play outside on the um, little patio area, not patio, like driveway. And we would all just hang outside. And then, like, I just remember little Stetson, like, running around and sitting on the, the court and just being the cutest thing you've ever seen. He's a cute puppy. Yeah. That was a good Christmas. Yeah, it was a really good Christmas. Nice. Well... We are winding down to food we cooked. So I'll go first because mine's not as fun as yours. <laughs> scotcheroos. Um, what are scotcheroos? A scotcheroo. It's, so I was exposed to these in the sorority because Sylvia would make them. Mm-hmm. Sylvia was our house cook in our sorority. Yes. It was basically Rice Krispie Treat, but the Rice Krispie Treat is like peanut butter sugar and then you put some corn syrup, which isn't great for you, but <laughs> it's part of it. And then over the top you do melted butterscotch and chocolate. Oh my gosh. So it's like a, it's a really delicious Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. That kind of tastes like a Reese's peanut butter cup, and then you got the butterscotch on it as well. How long do things like that last in your house? Oh, we, we brought it to a party last night. Uh, so, yeah. It's gone. <laughs> I feel like that would last maybe three days of grain and that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. You made you want to do that? Um, I just... I was feeling nostalgic, and I wanted to make a Christmas treat, but I didn't want to make, like, any of the classics because Val's coming to town, and she makes a lot of the classics, and so 
I wanted that to be the time that I have the classics. Gotcha. Like she makes the sugar cookies that we all decorate and everything. So I went for something that's delicious, but that we don't make all the time. Nice. Um, so mine this week actually it wasn't what I cooked, but it was a fun food experience. Okay. So Grant and I have been opening like a gift a day because we're going to be for the last like three days. Um, because we're not going to bring all our gifts to Texas with us. And so we're like, well, might as well just make it a fun thing. We get a new one every night. It's kind of cute. And so on Friday, um, I gave him a set of... Have you seen Hot Ones on YouTube? I have. So Hot Ones, for those who don't know, is like an interview where this guy has different celebrities on and they have 10 hot sauces in front of them and they so they have like these wings made of these hot sauces and you go from the least hot to the hottest and um you like eat one he'll ask you questions and you make your way all the way to the the hottest hot sauce so the whole premise is the interview gets harder because the sauces get harder and then it's just really funny to see people try to speak while their mouths are on fire yeah and i'm typically not a good person with spicy things I think I've gotten a lot better at it in the last two years um but I knew I was just going to be a wreck um so we ordered wings from Wingstop and we did our own hot ones we didn't ask each other questions even though I requested it (laughs) um but yeah we just like had a night where we watched we actually watched a hot ones interview we watched uh Tom Holland did you do it it. with it yeah, because nice. it's all the ones from this package match the season that they're doing right now. Was it a good episode? I love Tom Holland. Yeah, I mean, he's great, Yeah, no matter what. He's so, hilarious. Yeah, you think he would like it. it. There wasn't any, like, I'm rolling over laughing kind of thing, but he's great. So that was really, I had an awesome time doing that. And we would have the same reaction as him. We'd be like, oh, that one's fine. And then two minutes later, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you did it along with an episode. I think that makes it even better. Yeah. But ours was... I will say I felt a little, or just a little weaker, just because it was like us dipping it into the hot sauce. Whereas like on the actual interview, they like coat them. Yeah, that's how they make the wings. And so I was a baby at the end, and I would just like barely touch it into the hot sauce and eat it. So I didn't have quite the same experience, but I really, really liked it. Fun. Mm-hmm. I love fun food things. If you're looking for a fun food date night, that might be an idea for you. Is mm-hmm. get the hot ones sauce box. You yeah, from the website. What? Did you get it from the Hot Ones website? or would you Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of recommendations, it's the part of the pod where we give you the San Diego spot of the week in case you live here, you want a place to try, or you're visiting and you want a place to try. And this week, top of mind is Liberty Station. I love Liberty Station. Now, it's an old military Naval base, I think. Ba- I don't know if it's a base. It was involved with... There's like barracks and stuff. Military. Yeah. So they would stay and train and things it was housing and everything yeah so it's not anymore and what they've done is they've taken all those buildings and they've turned them into stores restaurants there's a food hall there's a golf course there's a golf course there and so we love the area it's it's in point loma so you're close to the water mm-hmm. you can walk right along the water there yeah. if you want to so a popular thing that in our household and i speak for you too because we we do it sometimes when people come into town is we really like a restaurant there. It's a brewery. Yes. Which brewery is it? Is it uh, Firestone? Stone. It's Stone. So Stone Brewery in there is it's great food. Uh, it's a it's a garden. Yeah. It's a beer garden. Beer, like beer an actual garden. garden. Yeah, it's gorgeous. A great food. If you like 
beer. They've got great beer. They also have sours. They take reservations, which is nice. They take reservations. And it's one of the situations where you pay for your own food. Yeah, so, like, you, if you're going with a group of 15 people, you can you just order through the app and you order your own food. And they'll bring it out as it's ready. So, at the end, it's not, oh, who had what? Yeah. Which I really love in a group setting. I like that, too. The only thing that I don't like about that is because people order at different rates... You're getting your food before everybody else. You and I, I know, are ones who are like, okay, that's what I want. I'm ordering and doing it. Where other people are like having conversation yeah. and looking around. You have to be a little in sync with that. Yeah. Kind of explaining to people. So what we do is we typically, if we want some outdoor time, it's a nice sunny day. There's just giant fields close to the water. Mm-hmm. So you could bring like bocce ball or you can bring spike ball. Or you can bring something active and kind of play a game with whoever you want to. And then go to your dinner reservation. Yeah. Is it open container out there? Because I always see people drinking beers. Or is it like they just don't care? I can't confirm. Yeah. Because I know Balboa Park is open container. So mm-hmm. I don't know if... I think Liberty Station might be. Because I think if somebody has told me before that they do slosh ball You can get a permit to play yeah. slosh ball there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my recommendation. If someone in town, you want to do something active. But then you also want to go to a restaurant. And the brewery mm-hmm. garden isn't... 21 and older yeah. you could bring kids you could bring family my favorite stores are there um the the moniker general is really great and then the other one was like the is it pigment pigment that's my favorite store in san diego yeah that's a so great spot. good shopping the food hall is a fun thing to walk through too if you don't want to go to the brewery mm-hmm. it's if you have a bunch of people with a different opinions of what they want to eat it's one of those situations where you can just go you can get anything you can get sushi you can get barbecue you can get korean whatever you want it's probably there and everyone can get their own food and then go sit outside together and around this time they have an ice skating rink out there and they also have christmas trees yeah and they have that really nice lot movie theater mm-hmm. yeah it's just a really good place to take people we took mom and dad there when they were in town we did a, a round of nine holes and then we just had a nice brunch at uh, breakfast republic and i can recommend it although we sat outside and it was freezing and they have those heat lamps mm-hmm. and i asked the waitress so it's like hey can you just crank this sucker up and she was like i would but somebody the other day came through and stole all of the propane tanks from every single one of these in liberty station think about how many are at stone brewing alone i just don't know how someone gets away with that like that's because those are big things to carry i mean it's like the size of yeah but to get each one out like what kind of truck are you bringing it into that's what i'm saying like what are the mechanics of stealing all those propane i don't know it's a lot it's insane that sucks. But that's nothing against Liberty Station. That's against the evil person that stole their stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. If you have family in town, you are in town, you want to try something by the water, mm-hmm. check out Liberty Station. So, what does your week ahead look like with Christmas? Because Christmas is on Thursday, Saturday, which is crazy. It's already here. Yeah. Uh, less than a week until Christmas. My what are you doing? mother-in-law is coming into town on Wednesday night at like 6 p.m., and then the next day at, like, I think 12, the rest of the Legals are coming down. So Kyle's brother and wife. And then they have three sons, one who was born on the 2nd of December. So, like, a real freshie. Yeah, the cutie. And Val rented a house in Mission Beach. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a lot of family time, cooking food, making cookies, celebrating with the boys. I'm excited to be around kids for Christmas. And kind of see the magic yeah. through their eyes and see them get excited for everything and presents. And 
I don't know how much time they've spent on the beach before, so just to see them like play in the sand and see the waves and all that, I'm really looking forward to. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to do that, and they'll leave like on the 29th, so we get some pretty good time with them. Awesome. And you're going to Texas. Going to Texas. Um, first, we're going to Dallas. Well, outside of Dallas, McKinney. Uh, that's where Grant's parents live. Super cute little town. I love it. Um, so I'm excited to spend, I think, like three days there. And then we're all getting in a car and driving to Austin, which very excited for. Great food. Yeah, because we went to Austin once, um, so I kind of got a little bit of the lay of the land. But I think there's a lot that we missed in doing. Our trip was like pretty short, so we'll be there from I don't know for like four days. I think maybe yeah, something like that. Um, so I'm really excited to go and do that. What are you looking at? He just looks hungover. Oh, your dog. Yeah, I, I thought I'm, he's. He's not. I know. <laughs> well, to round out the entire podcast, mm-hmm. Sling of the Youth. Oh, Sling of the Youth. I totally missed this part. Sorry, I got into Christmas plans. Yeah, we're on Sling of the Youth. So this one is now a Sling of the Youth. Mm-hmm. The word is Stan. Mm-hmm. But it, it started in 2000. It did. So I'm going to give you the background. I know this one. So Stan, the definition of Stan this teen slang term has evolved in meaning over the years from a blend of stalker and fan to more recently a term showing support for someone or something. Like, I stan chocolate chip cookies. Totally. So someone said, I used to think pop stars should stick to making music, but I totally stan Lady Gaga and a star is born. Yeah. It's basically, I support it. Yeah. But it used to mean stalker and fan. Yeah. And it became... Mainstream in 2000 because Eminem had a song called Stan and it was about an obsessed fan. Yeah, but wasn't his name Stan? No. Yeah, his name was Stan. That's it. I his think name's Marshall Mathers. No, the guy in the song's name was Stan because remember Eminem was writing him a letter and he was like, "Dear Stan, I wrote you," but blah blah blah. So the guy's name was actually Stan. I don't know. So I think that's this where it says came from. that it was a combination of stalker. Well, I think it comes. I I think the guy's name was Stan. So if you hear somebody <laughs> say Stan, it is a positive thing. They're saying that they support that. Like, if you are doing anything and someone says, I stand that, that means they support you and they want it to happen. If they say, I can't stand that, a little different. You put a D on it, it's a different word. A little different. So that's your, that's your cultural slang of the youths yes. for the week. Nice. Just lifting you up. If you've listened this far... <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We will not be recording next week because I will be in Texas. But I think we will come back in the new year on, I think it's like the second. Yes. Yeah, whatever the next yeah. Monday is. So one, one, one more week off and then we're back at it. Yeah. So we hope you have a great time with your friends and your family. Hold them close. And we'll talk to you soon. See ya.